Welcome to the daily devotional podcast of Meadowbrook Church, loving Jesus by loving people. For more information about who we are, find us online at www.meadowbrook.ca. We are getting so close to the end of the book of Revelation, and as Jesus wraps up all the loose ends, as he brings evil to its end for good, we have seen the end of the beasts who have wreaked such havoc on the world, we have seen uh, the judgment of God come with finality upon the nations of the world, and now we come to Satan himself and how he is going to come to his end. Revelation chapter 20 verses 1 through 3 says, And I saw an angel coming down from heaven, having the key to the abyss, and holding in his hand a great chain. He seized the dragon, that ancient serpent who is the devil or Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. He threw him into the abyss, and locked and sealed it over him, to keep him from deceiving the nations any more until the thousand years were ended. After that, he must be set free for a short time. We have seen this already in Revelation, but it is worth noting once again that here an angel comes down and binds Satan. One of God's subordinates is still stronger than the most powerful evil in all existence, and this is an encouraging thought. There's some debate as to the nature of the abyss, which we've already encountered earlier in the book of Revelation. It might tie into the Old Testament ideas of Sheol, the holding place for the dead before Christ came and released them, Hades in the New Testament. At any rate, it appears that the abyss is not the final place of judgment, which we would commonly call hell, that's to come later, but perhaps the abyss is a temporary holding place for the enemy until the final judgment where Satan is put for a thousand years. A thousand years obviously doesn't change Satan, his corruption and nature remain the same, and although his story is not over, he will never again regain his present authority. His story is almost over. There are three main schools of thought as it relates to the thousand-year time period mentioned here, typically called the millennial reign of Christ in theological circles. The first one's called premillennialism. This view believes that Jesus will return at the second coming and literally establish a 1,000-year kingdom on earth as the first act of his active reign on the earth. The next view is post-millennialism. This view believes that there's going to be a golden age of the church which will emerge for a thousand years before the end times after which Jesus will return. And the third view is called amillennialism. This view believes that the thousand-year kingdom is symbolic of the current church age that we live in, where Christ bound Satan at the cross and began to rule as Lord, but will be realized more fully when he returns. Those three different views might not mean anything to you at all, and we don't know for sure which one is the right one, if any of them. Scholars and theologians debate the various strengths and weaknesses of each one. You can Google them if you want to learn some more about them. What's more important for us is the understanding that Satan's doom is coming to pass, that he will be bound up, he will be stripped of his power and influence, and kept in chains before one final act that will end him for good. Today, take some time to pray into this passage, being bold in your petitions for God to bind Satan for good. Call upon God to do this and make this happen, and call upon God to limit Satan's activity in your own life right now. Mm